Storytelling. Moments in time. The things we don't want to forget. Details that are etched in our souls are every day. Teaching. Artists who want to share their passion for telling the stories of their lives so you can better tell the stories of yours. Sharing. A space and place to share your work, be inspired, motivated, supported, and learn from one another. Community. A group for photographers run by photographers. We welcome you to this community. Welcome to Hello Storyteller Podcasts. I'm Megan Boggs, a natural light, lifestyle, outside the box, and motive photographer, and mom of two sweet girls based out of Tulare, California. And I'm Melissa Ortendahl, a natural light, lifestyle, and documentary photographer based in central Massachusetts. Be the first to know about all of our upcoming educational opportunities, blogs, podcasts, mini lesson tutorials, and more. Make sure to check out our website at www.hellostoryteller.com and sign up for our mailing list to receive all the exciting new updates. Chloe Rosser is the girl next door with big dreams and is obsessed with light, love, and family. Her idea of a good time is hiking and exploring nature with her family. There is something that awakens in her when she discovers a new area to explore. She loses sight of the rest of the day. When she's not exploring, she's home playing with her little ones with a cup of coffee and more than likely have parenthood on the television for background music. We welcome Chloe Rosser to Hello Storyteller Podcast. Hi. Hi, Chloe. <laughs> Hi, Chloe. Hi. We're so excited to have you on with us today. Yeah, I was so excited when you asked. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's funny. You know, I think sometimes I get a little like, like a little starstruck with some of the people that we get to talk to. And you're one of those people because I just adore, I adore your work. Oh, that's so sweet. And that's so funny to think somebody would be starstruck by me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes I feel like I'm sure these people that were podcasting have zero idea who I am, which is totally fine. Um, But I'm just like so excited to get to talk to people like ask all kinds of questions and get to know like about your process and your craft and your like perspective and so it's just like I get to geek out so it's yeah definitely. <laughs> that would be so fun yeah I have so many friends online that like I've never actually really talked to so it'd be fun to just talk yeah absolutely so we were just talking um just before we started this podcast that you are located in Texas yes um and so that's always like, I grew up in the East Coast, so I'm from Massachusetts. And so anything other than the Northeast is really exciting for me. So. <laughs> oh, really? That's funny because I find other places exciting. Yeah. <laughs> other than Texas, definitely. So I'm like, ooh, Texas. You know, <laughs> stereotypical. I'm like, ooh, open fields and blue bonnets and all these things. I know. What's so funny is so many people come to me. Like I've had a few people come from out of state and they're like shocked that it's not completely flat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, there's so much that I want to kind of dive in with you about. I'm trying to figure out where I want to begin. So why don't we start with, why don't you kind of walk us through kind of how your journey into photography began? And then I have a whole bunch of questions for you because you do so many different, really amazing things that I Thank want to you. know more about. Well, it's really kind of a cliche story. Um, you know, I got a camera when my son was born, wanted to take better pictures and of him originally, and I, I just kind of became obsessed. Um, uh, I went through a 
probably about a year stage of just practicing and shooting and having no idea what I wanted or what I was doing. But um, quickly after that, I, I just fell in love with lifestyle family. Is that is that mainly what you focus on in terms of shooting lifestyles and family? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I I really couldn't see myself shooting anything else. I just love it so much. One of the things that jumps out at me um, when I look at your work, Chloe, is ju- your use of light is just... I'm always just kind of like in awe and looking at your pictures and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much, like just the the way you, you use light in your images. And so I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about how that kind of found its place in your work. Is it something that was always incorporated in terms of the light or is that something you kind of stumbled upon? Because um, you have a very specific kind of look to your images. Yes, definitely. Um well, I definitely experimented with light. I mean, I love shooting in all kinds of light, but for my clients, I definitely have a specific feel in mind. Um, I love the feeling of soft pictures, uh, pictures that are almost like dreamlike. And for me, um, back backlighting and shooting in more even light does that for me. And um, but yeah, really just the hazy, dreamy light. Um, I think it goes hand in hand with my style of work. I just I love my my family sessions to look dreamy and um, almost ethereal, I would say. And um, backlight just just really shines that into images for me. So that's my favorite, definitely. And what are some ways that you get your families to? Um, you know, to kind of relax with you. Um, do you like? Do you do any kind of like pre work with your families or your clients? Like, do you sit down and meet with them? Do you talk to them, or do you just get to meet them like the day of the shoot? And how do you get them to have kind of because there's such authentic connection in your images, which is the other thing that really jumps out at me anytime I look at one year pictures. And so I'm just curious how you kind of help that. Well, I definitely I establish a relationship with most of the mothers before our mm-hmm. shoot um, for a few months because I style almost all of my oh, families. Okay. And um, I mean, like deep styling, like I will go to, you know, shop pretty much shop online for them. Oh, wow. And um, and so I, I really get to know the moms while doing that. And we just, you know, we start talking about other things. So by the time our shoot arrives, I, I feel like I know them. So that really helps. And, um, most of my clients are actually other local photographers. Mm. I would say about 90%. So they, you know, they already know my style. They've probably studied it and cause they're photographers and, um, they have an idea of, what I like and what they like. So that really helps with somebody wanting authentic images. So I'd love to know a little bit more about the styling that you're doing with your clients. Um, Because that's something actually just recently that I kind of put out you know, to my, you know, my clients and my kind of family and friends. And I was like, you know, I'm just curious, you know, like if you could have styling help, would you want it? If you had like a client closet to choose from, would you utilize it? Do you usually buy new things? And so the responses were interesting because almost everyone across the board was like, yes, I would love help. But then they were like, client closet, I don't know about that. But like, I would totally buy some stuff. Yeah, I don't think I could keep a client closet. 
Um, you know, maybe if I bought stuff for myself, but I'm like child size. So <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that would be kind of hard to have a closet for all yeah, different that sizes. Yeah, like varies in sizes yeah. and styles. Right. And, but yeah, I have heard of people doing that. That's pretty cool. So you, but you shop for or with your clients. Definitely. I, I always start with mom first, just because I always tell the mom, like, you need to feel pretty and whatever we pick. So we'll like focus on her to begin with. And then we'll build off of whatever she's wearing and create a color palette and, and just bring in different textures. It's I really have a great time doing it. I, I actually thought about offering it eventually as a service, but totally should. That, that would that would be just like a whole another thing to do. <laughs> so, what are some of your favorite stores that you like to uh, buy from? Um, well, of course, I love free people mm-hmm. for my clients. I'm like, I never buy their stuff <laughs> <laughs> for my clients. Free people. Just recently, I've uh, it's called Vicky Collection. Oh, yeah. Yep. I don't know. I don't think I've yeah. Lately, like, most of my clients have been buying from there just because they have, like, the same feel as free people, but they're definitely more affordable. Yes, they are. (laughs) So just, yeah, just little shops like that. I really, um, and I have a few Etsy shops, like, that I follow, I save to my phone, just so, you know, if a mom wants one of their daughter's outfits to really stand out, then I think really personalizing it with something like Etsy helps. Yeah, I love that. Sorry, I just had a question and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> it just totally <laughs> left happens. my head. Um, it's okay. It'll come back to me. It was about styling, but it'll come back to me. Oh, I know what it was. So when you are working with your clients, I guess my question is, because some of the photographers that I know that style do so, so that it kind of matches their their style of their shooting, if that makes sense, like in terms of like yes, the, the color palette they want to kind of utilize and portray and like the style, whether it's boho or preppy or whatever it is. And so does what, how does that work for you? Are you working like specifically with what the client wants or is it more so that it fits within kind of your own brand and style? Um, I, well, I always ask them like to begin with, if they have any dress or anything that they already love, um, because I don't always have them buy stuff. I, mm. I help them shop with their closet as well, yeah. if necessary. But um, I definitely started styling clients because I wanted my work to feel a certain mm. way. But then, uh, so eventually, my clients would come to me and say, like, I want my family to look like the families in your portfolio. Um, how can we do that? And so then that's kind of what starts styling in the beginning because they want that certain look. So do you actually go into their closet and find stuff or do you just have them kind of like pick something out and no, Chloe comes send to the you door. pictures? <laughs> She's like, I'm here. Open your closets. <laughs> no, definitely not. I usually, like if mom has something that she loves, then I'll say, okay, well, you know, shoot me some pictures of stuff that you think would fit a certain color palette that's in your children's closets. Just pretty simple. And so now I'm, I, did you say that you style all of your clients or just the ones that are looking for assistance? I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not like, if you book with me, you, I have to style you. It just, it just kind of happens that almost every, I would say probably 90% of my clients want help with styling. So you're not getting, you know, jeans and a white t-shirt at your sessions, right? Yeah. <laughs> every, everybody in jeans and a white t-shirt, every single person. <laughs> It's honestly, it's time consuming. Like it's, 
you know, I'll think like, okay, I need to soil this family today and just think of it as nothing. But then like later on in the day, I'm like, this really took a, you know, a lot of my day yeah. to piece things together. But in the end, I think it really pays off. It absolutely does. Because like I said, there's a, there's a, even though the color palettes might be different, there is a cohesiveness to your, to your work and to your yes. portfolio that does kind of like if I'm if I'm scrolling through Instagram or Facebook, I'm always like, I'm pretty sure that's Chloe. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Thank you. There's a lot of things um, kind of that have come up for you recently. So I know that you do some mentoring and I know that you do some. Um, and if I'm, if I'm incorrect about any of this, obviously, please feel free to correct me. But is mentoring or mentorships one of, something that you offer? Um, yes, I haven't. Um, offered mentorships for this summer just because um, I have a pretty busy schedule but I did mentor some in the fall and I loved it it was so much fun because I've never really shot alongside somebody so it was really fun to like spend some time with somebody getting to know them and then get to shoot with them and and teach them you know whatever they wanted during our shoot so you just do one-on-ones or would you do a group setting I did three to one once and that was the biggest I've done but um here soon for the month of July I'm actually hosting two shootouts which I have never done where like it's really just you meet to shoot like somebody a group of girls can shoot beside me you know they can add to their portfolio or you know just ask simple questions while we shoot that's fun yeah I've seen people offering those and I just thought it looked fun so I'll give it a shot see if I like it (laughs) So now, not too, too long ago, you took a social media break. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, everybody always asks me about this. And I'm I'm intrigued by this because this has come up on other other podcasts and in in conversation with Meg pretty much every other day where I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with Instagram. I'm done with Facebook. (laughs) I'm done. I'm over it. And as it is right now, like I post to Instagram – I ha- I take some breaks from Instagram where I take, you know, a week or two off where I'm like, nah, I don't feel like posting this week. So I'm just curious, like, how that, how did that feel? I think everyone, I think there's a lot of people, especially photographers and other creatives who are like, I really would love to take a break, but I'm so afraid of what's going to happen if I do that. And when I come back, am I going to have to start from scratch and rebuild again? And so I'm just really curious what that experience was like for you. Well, um, being away from social media was incredible. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but um, but coming back, uh, coming back, you know, things were a bit slower on because I had to take a long break from like posting to my to my business pages, and um, I did notice a, a a like decent dip there. I had to really start advertising, which I've never really had to do. So. Um, I guess it's good to learn that anyways. Um, so yeah, I did notice a difference, but, um, but I really didn't interfere much with booking, like booking clients or anything. So it wasn't too bad, but I don't think I can really afford to do that again. So (laughs) I soaked it up. So why did you take a break? Oh goodness. Because, um, in the fall, I, I completely overbooked myself. Like, I thought I was Superwoman, but I had a new baby, and she had colic. (laughs) So it was, (laughs) yeah, it was kind of a disaster there for a few months. I don't know. I just, honestly, I kind of felt like a bad mom for, like, taking on too many shoots and having a new baby. Uh, I just felt like I, I needed to be more present. So 
that's that was really my main reason for my break which is something i think a lot of women who also are small business owners can absolutely 100 percent relate to because it is you know this always trying to find the balance (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm like what there isn't there isn't really balance to be found but just trying to shuffle the you know hold hold all the plates in the air without any of them crashing to the ground is more what it feels like i know for me yes definitely it's i i sometimes have to my work hours are late like when everybody's asleep Mm -hmm. um but but yeah, I don't know. I just I think I feel mom guilt very easily. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's why um I don't know why I took such a drastic change, but it was just for a few months, but it was honestly really refreshing. So were you just off completely? Yes, like completely. Oh wow. Yeah, it was yeah. Did you go with through draws? <laughs> you know, the first few days it was kind of ridiculous. Like um you <laughs> you don't realize how much you grab your phone. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. so that, yeah, that was kind of embarrassing with myself, but, <laughs> but I survived. I get it though. I mean, I've definitely cut back the last, I'd say two months where be on it more often. And I post, you know, multiple times a day. And finally I just had like, okay, that, that's enough. Like once is enough and all these loops yes. have to go, <laughs> even though yeah. I started yeah. most of them <laughs> and I just, I, I can't, like, I just can't do it. Pods and loops. Meg went through a period of time where she created like eight <laughs> hubs in the span of like five weeks. So it's really true. No, it wasn't um, that close together. But I just come up with these ideas and I'm like, well, I have to use this idea. Otherwise, it's just a waste <laughs> of space in my head. I've definitely done that. I've started groups. But they have all taken off and evolved into something. But I just I just couldn't stay on. Like, I, you know, I have a great team that kind of took over, which is awesome. And, you know, it's still thriving, which I love to see. But I just I can't. I can't have my hands in everything where it just became too much. But yeah, I recently joined Instagram pods, like three of them. Mm. And uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about them. I think it depends on who you're in it with. Like, I feel all of mine are people I either admire. Well, they're all people I admire, but... Um, or I'm like really good friends with who I want to keep in contact or, you know, I want to see their images. So I, f- I feel like if you do it that way, it's more, you're more inspired and motivated to kind of go through them, even though I, I won't do it right away. But by the end of the day, like I'll go through Yeah. I just, you know, I've always focused on Facebook. I've never been too big into IG and I know like that's where, that's where it's at now. So I've been, you know, trying to I guess, try, you know, actually trying <laughs> Instagram. So, uh, yeah, that's why I joined. And I don't know. I've only been there for, like, two weeks. So we'll see. Yeah, I feel like Facebook is dead. Yeah. I know. And I'm like, that's where I'm at. So I need to change this. <laughs> I just, I find I get, I think I just get too, I get too overwhelmed sometimes with, like, I was in a bunch of pods before. And then I did, I felt this, like, urge, like, constantly be checking. Oh, somebody post, somebody post, somebody post. I've got a comment. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to feel that it is overwhelming it's like almost anxiety in a way and then i'd feel awful because inevitably i'd like forget i turned all my notification i turned all my notifications off on instagram so because i was getting so many that i was like i can't handle this but the downside was that i didn't get notified when anybody was posting in the pods so i'd go be like oh crap i haven't checked that in like four days so i just was like i think i need to bow out of all of these pods (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't have my notifications turned on for Facebook or Instagram. So, yeah, I, I check in at the end of the day, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this person posted three times. Oh, that drives me crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like a jerk, but I, I still comment. <laughs> You're better than me. I was like, I got to bounce. <laughs> I'm out. There's too much happening Bye. in here. I got to go. Peace out. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I, I think there's a couple of um, you are, and I have been in similar like some similar like groups on on Facebook groups, and I don't even remember exactly which ones they are. I just know that I've seen you in other groups, and so one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about too was we talked about kind of some of the client stuff, but I wanted to talk about kind of how you capture your own family. Um, because one of the things that always struck me when you were posting pictures of your your children or your own home um, was just how it was very felt very documentary and but very intimate and such great storytelling kind of all wrapped up into one. And so I'd love to kind of pick your brain a little bit about how you like to capture your own family. Um, when you're doing that? Oh, I, capturing my family is, is my absolutely favorite. Like I love, um, of course, you know, photographing my clients, but my family is really where my heart is. Um, one of my biggest inspirations definitely is Heather Robinson photography. Mm. Um, I took her, her workshop and, um, really from the beginning she's been my inspiration with my family work I just um I love how you said uh like there's storytelling images and still dreamy light um I definitely I photograph my kids doing whatever they're doing already but I'm like not afraid to direct them to to better light <laughs> like hey why don't you well, you know of course distract them why don't you do this over here I'm gonna put this but, um, on the floor over here why don't you see if you can find it <laughs> yeah what you know just move whatever they're doing I'm not ashamed to do that but um yeah I just I love documenting routines like bedhead you know mm. I love photographing my children as soon as they wake up and a lot of my photographs are during that time but you wouldn't really be able to tell um really I've, I've had a great time photographing my son and my daughter's relationship grow because she's a baby and it's all still kind of new for him to have a sibling yeah. really just I just moments like that. Do you have any other specific questions? I'm like, I feel like I'm doing a bad job at this part. No, I just, I'm, I'm always <laughs> interested in how photographers choose to capture their their own families because I think it can be really telling about kind of where their heart lies and where their passion lies. And, and I think that comes through like the way that you capture your own children in your own home does reflect in how you kind of pull out that connection in your clients. And so there's a kind of a, a symmetry there that is really interesting and intriguing to me. Um, and I like how they kind of complement each other in that way. Yes, definitely. I, um, my kids are my inspiration, like when it comes to, to shooting families because I when I shoot families I really try to just look at the kids through their mother's eyes as if they were mine like how you know what little details would I want documented even if they're not even if they're imperfections um like you know a baby sucking their thumb 
there's always the mom at the shoot, you know, pulling the thumb out of the baby's mouth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, no, it's okay. Like, I just, I really, uh, my kids are my inspiration for that. So that's probably why they kind of look intertwined, personal and client work. Mm-hmm. Now, do you, I might be completely wrong on this, but do you shoot film? Yes, I actually haven't shot film in a while. Um, because I let my sister take my camera and she went to school in London for six months, but she just got back. Um, <laughs> so you, so you better get that camera back then. <laughs> yes. I love shooting film. Um, I actually became like obsessed last summer and it was mainly what I shot. Um, I, I love to take a film camera on vacations yeah. just because, you know, you're not obsessively looking at, at what you, yeah. yeah. More present. So it's like one shot. I, I hope that worked out. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Guess we'll see when it gets developed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It keeps me present during vacations. I think that's a really great idea. So Meg and I just recently, um, so we went to Insta Inspire out in Salt Lake City, and I had done a shoot-along with Stephanie Bryan, who shoots film. And, oh, nice. um, because I decided like back in December that I was going to dust off my, like, we'll, we'll just say 15 year old film camera. I won't, <laughs> we'll leave it at that number. Um, and I really was like, this is what I shot with. I shot with a film camera in high school and through the majority of college. And, um, and I, that's so cool. And I hadn't, it was literally on a shelf in my closet. And so I was like, oh, I feel it's time to pull this out again. Um, and so after the shoot along, I was just like, this is really cool. Like I'm, I want to learn more about this. And so then we just like infected everybody. And so now there's this like new group of people that are like trying out film. I know film is infected. We're all coming out of the woodwork. It is. And I was so nervous. I took like, I don't know. I think I took like four or five rolls. I shot four or five rolls of film during the conference and it was so so nervous to send it in to get developed i just like it was like sitting on my dining room table i was like yeah i don't think i don't know if any of these are actually going to be usable but so i did <laughs> yeah i did finally I send feeling. it in and so i'm gonna get my scans back before friday and so i'm like checking my email with like one eye because i don't know if i oh, actually I want to see them, to see them or not, so. <laughs> did you put that on a um, rush I, I did put not put it on a rush I'm so impatient <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> They're just regular pictures. <laughs> nope. I, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to have to, I want to embrace this feeling of like, you have to wait. So I'm not going to rush it. Plus no, I had, it's horrible. I had six rolls of film. Such anxiety. So I didn't want Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> so we'll see. I started one, I started one in December and I finished it last week. So that will be real interesting to look at. <laughs> Yeah, I actually still have some black and white film that was shot a year ago sitting that I haven't sent in yet. <laughs> Gosh, you need to send it. Like, I ASAP. know. I was pregnant. My husband shot me. What? So oh, that's we'll awesome. See. Yeah, we actually just found it. Like, it was it was lost. That's why. <laughs> so we've taken on this new project because we love projects right. and we don't have enough already. <laughs> but we're doing a, a 100 Days of Summer project shooting only – well, not only, but – shooting film so we'll do like one exposure per day so i think you need to join us hoping to do a 100 days digital so we're doing it would both. be fun to do a film 
Yeah. Yes, we're doing because <laughs> one's not enough. So we're gonna do my my three sixty. We're ambitious. Yeah, my three sixty five failed. So I figure I can. Oh, so did mine. I figure I did. Every I did year. one last year. It was successful ish for the most part. Um, but this year it has not come to fruition. So I figure I can commit to a hundred days. And so one exposure a day for the film and then, you know, digital. I find that's going to be easy though. Cause it's like one click yeah, and you're definitely. done. Instead of taking like 230 about film at this stage right now. Cause like before I didn't know what I was doing. And so I was just like, cool, I'll just take pictures. No problem. I find myself like agonizing over pressing my shutter button. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. yes. You're like I can't waste this. It has I to be good. I pretty much like wasted so many good moments, like while f- shooting film, just because I was like, no, that's not it. Then later on in the day, I'm like, I should have taken it. <laughs> well, it was so funny um, during Stephanie's shoot along. She was someone was asking her like a question about her camera, and so Stephanie took the camera and by accident she pressed the shutter button. And she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. That was like a dollar." <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so true. That's it is so true. funny. But yeah, so I like I was trying to. I had like seven. I had seven exposures left on this roll of film that I started back in December, and I just wanted to get it done so I could, you know, I could send it in with the rest of my film. And so my boys were outside playing. And I'm all like, okay, well, I'm going to have to capture them in like a rare, rare moment of them being still because otherwise I don't think it's going to work out. Yeah. (laughs) And they happen to be like playing with chalk. I was like, this is perfect. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) That'll be fun to see. see. I'm hoping there's like, you know, a handful of images that are actually useful, like that came out okay out of all those rolls of film. I know, you know, I shoot film, but I'm like definitely no pro at it. So I, I definitely still get images back that aren't that great exposure wise. Yeah. That part of it is a struggle. Yeah. It's, you know, film cameras are so sensitive to light. It's crazy. I love that you can go out in the middle of the day and just shoot, which is awesome. I love, I actually love shooting at tar midday it's so pretty well i think i remember seeing images from your film project last year last summer and so i think that's i was like i'm like i'm pretty sure she does shoot film yeah i miss it oh definitely never back yes definitely (laughs) (laughs) me too well we have um some rapid fire questions for you they're not difficult but just questions we ask to all of our podcast guests and so uh, Canon or Nike? Canon or Nikon? Canon. Favorite lens? Thirty-five. Dream location to shoot? Um, mountains. I've never shot clients in the mountains, oh. and I'm dying to do that. We'll switch. You can come out here. We don't have the, we don't have the big mountains, but we have we have nice little ones. <laughs> and then I'll show up <laughs> where you are. And we can go to cows and do blue bonnets and all that stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. Just don't smell <laughs> yeah. them. Lightroom or Photoshop? Uh, I use both, actually. Um, I guess I would say Lightroom. <laughs> and you just recently released some presets too for Lightroom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, I did not know that. Yes, that was kind of that was kind of big for me. It's like it was like a goal that I had been wanting to reach for a while. Yeah. I was pretty excited. Awesome. So I'm going to ask you your favorite preset. <laughs> or ha- on there? Oh goodness. Yeah. Or do you hand edit? I should say. Well, I, I apply my presets in Lightroom, yeah. and that's 
you know, that's really most of the edit, but then I do a little polishing in Photoshop. And would you consider yourself to be a plan ahead type of shooter or more of a kind of in the moment shoot from the hip? Uh, definitely in the moment. Well, we want to thank you so much for spending some time to talk with us today or tonight, I guess, <laughs> as the case might be. Um, <laughs> if you want to take a minute and just let our listeners know where they can find you on social media and on the World Wide Web, that'd be great. Yes, definitely. And thank you for having me. Um, Facebook, I am at Organic Bliss Photography, and same for Instagram, Organic Bliss Photography, and my website is organicbliss.photography.com. Well, again, thank you so much for um, for talking with us today, Chloe. It was really great to get to know you a little bit more and pick your brain about some things, and we look forward to seeing what comes up for you next. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed talking to you all. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, storytellers, as a special thank you for your continuous support, we are now offering $5 off the Wild and Free preset collection by me, Megan Box. If you haven't checked them out yet, you can see before and after images on our website at www.hellostoryteller.com and use the discount code WILDFREE5 at checkout. Thanks so much for listening.